This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new edition of Phillies Today, a podcast on Sports Radio 94 WIP. I am Francisco Rojas here to get your week started for your fightings who did lose six prior games to yesterday uh, between the Boston Red Sox there at the uh, end of the week where the where the Phils lose uh, two of three. They lose two of three coming off getting swept by the Los Angeles Dodgers. Not ideal. Was really looking for two wins from the Philadelphia 76ers over the weekend to take a 3-1 series lead over the Celtics. Uh, and then a series sweep from the Phils, or at least two of three. And neither of those things happened. Okay, neither of those things happened. Yes, the Sixers got the win yesterday. Thank goodness, thank goodness, did, did not feel optimistic about that. Didn't, I don't know, I felt felt weird, did not, uh, was was unsure about how that game, uh, game four was going to turn out, but the Sixers got the win. Phils get the win as well uh, here, we're talking Phils, obviously, um, and the Phils get six, six to one win over Boston, um, and it was, again, was not a great series. We'll get into uh, a few of my, my takeaways from the series. Um, there were 13 runs scored by both teams in this series, but the Red Sox end up winning uh, two out of three um, over your uh, Philadelphia Phillies. So let's uh, lay out for the show today. Pretty simple. If you've listened to to when I've done episodes uh, over the last uh, month or so, you know I'll give you the uh, the quick game recap, key moments from uh, yesterday's game, key takeaways from from uh from from yesterday's game as well and then I'll give you a few series takeaways uh from the series overall uh, against Boston in Philadelphia from yesterday then I'll get to some news and notes um around the league and then I'll preview uh tomorrow's uh start of a two game series against the Toronto Blue Jays so that's what we got on tap for today so let's get right into uh, the quick game recap it was Taiwan Walker who was looking to have you know, a good start for the Phils, who has not uh, had a great start to his uh, four-year, $72 million contract um, in a Phillies uniform. And it was Tanner Houck on the other end, who is a very young, talented uh, young hurler for, for Boston. So let's just fast forward all the way to the bottom bottom fourth. Uh, not much uh, happened in the first three innings. A pretty quick, pretty quick first three innings, to be honest. Um, so bottom fourth, uh, bases loaded for Nick Castellanos. He grounds out into a force out. Uh, with the bases loaded, 
Um, Trey Turner was uh, thrown out at third, uh, or tagged out at third, excuse me. But Bryson Stott did score uh, from third base, which made it a one nothing score. Um, later in that inning, Mr. Schwarbaum himself, give me a wah-wah hoagie, Kyle Schwarber uh, with an RBI single uh, that would bring Bryce Harper around to score to make it a 2 nothing ball game. And then the very, very next half inning on the top of the fifth, uh, Tristan Casas, or is it Casas? I forget. Uh, it's either one of those. I'll get it right. Um, uh, I'll find out. Uh, he hits a, a bomb uh, to, to center field. Uh, Homer, his fourth of the year, uh, would make it a 2-1 ball game at this point in favor of the Phils. Uh, bottom of the sixth, Schwarbaum. My gosh, he needed this game. Two-run Homer uh, for his eighth of the year. Made that a 4-1 ball game. Bottom eighth, best catcher in baseball, JT Realmuto, with a two-RBI single to give the Phillies a little bit of insurance. And that's what, that's all they would need. Um, as in in the uh, in the ninth, Matt Strom would go two innings, and he would get Rymel Tapia to pop out to Edmundo Sosa to end the game uh, in the top of the ninth with two outs. 6-1, Phillies win. Big win. Big win just because you don't want to lose seven straight. <laughs> as simple as that, we don't want to continue to lose. Um, the Phillies have been extremely up and down, just like any baseball season, any baseball team, for the most part, need, 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 uh, you know, needed that win. And I mean, really, just out the gate, I didn't even write this down, but this just comes to mind right now, just of how the first, uh, you know, five or so weeks have gone uh, for the Phillies. They need more consistency, like just more consistent winning, like. Uh, you know, they had the bad start out the gate where they were what, five and 11, five and 12, whatever it was. And then they got hot for a couple of weeks and uh, were just one of the best teams in baseball. And then since then have been one of the worst teams in baseball uh, Have for what one in six in the last seven games. So you, you, you know, I just need to see more consistency. And that obviously that comes with, uh, you know, the, the offense and, uh, you know, starting pitching and the, you know, the bullpen all clicking, you know, for the most part at, you know, at the right time, which is exactly what the Phils did uh, last year, uh, you know, in in the playoffs, exactly what they did. They all got hot at the right time. Um, and that'll happen. I think we all know that. the that, That'll that happen for the Phils, and that kind of happened um, in their win streak, uh, you know, or their, their, their couple, of, couple of weeks stretch a couple of weeks ago now where they were hot. Um, but really big takeaways uh, from yesterday – Huge game for Kyle Schwarber. Huge game. He needed that. I mean, he came into the into the series with batting average under the Mendoza line, uh, on base, not good. Um, yeah, he's had what he has eight homers on the year now. We know he can hit bombs. It's what he does. Um, but he can't be hitting under two hundred and having an on base that low. It, you, we can't have it, uh, especially coming out of the leadoff spot wherever. Uh, you know. Uh, Topper was putting him, but he ended up batting fifth yesterday, which I thought was big too. That was that was big. He he uh, he hit fifth, and you know that's where we want Kyle Schwarber in like the the fifth, you know fourth 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 or fifth spot. Like I I'd even be more comfortable him hitting there, and then Casty hitting hitting fifth. Like Schwarber Schwarber's gonna get hot soon. Maybe this is a start. Like let's but let's just not wait till June. Hopefully he can have a good May. Pretty sure he doesn't have great May numbers. April and May he doesn't have a great numbers, but I know if you look at his June splits, we all know what Kyle Schwarber does in June, and then in the in the later months too. Um, so big big game for Kyle Schwarber. 
Um, he was two for three with that two-run bomb. A what was that? Three RBIs? Yeah, three RBIs because he had the RBI single too. Um, so big game for Schwarber. They need him to get hot. That was my first key takeaway from yesterday. Second, Taiwan Walker. My gosh, they they needed Taiwan Walker to have a good start. And you could say, well, you know, it's the Red Sox. Well, well, the Red Sox have been good so far, and their their offense has been one of the best in baseball. Um, and he was able to, uh, you know, get, hold them to to one run. Just had the the Casas home run or. Um, he went six, you know, only three hits, one earned, six Ks. That's it's very good. I mean, I don't even care. I mean, I don't even really care about the strikeouts. I don't really care about getting outs and only limiting, you know, th- three hits and, and six. Like, that's that's beautiful. And really, it came down to his, his splitter. He th- finally threw it more. Finally decided he wanted to throw his splitter more. I don't know if Cotham, like, finally told him, like, you, you, you need to throw your splitter more. Like, that's what you need to do. And he was... Uh, he threw it 50, 54% of the time, and that, I believe, is up from uh, on the season he has about – he's thrown it about 32% of the time. If you look at his last start uh, against L.A., he only threw, threw it, I believe, uh, like 24% of the time. That might, that might be right, might be wrong. But it was, it was, uh, it was, it was definitely down, uh, you know, uh, yesterday was, you know, almost double. 54%. He needs to throw that splitter. That's his best pitch. Um, obviously, it's about throwing the right pitches at the right time. You know, uh, the right pitch mix for the right hitters, blah, blah, blah. You get it. Getting into a rhythm. But Walker, um, throwing that splitter was big. And if he can continue to throw that splitter more, he's going to get more outs. He's going to get more, uh, you know, more missed bats. That, I mean, that's what that pitch does. You know, throwing his sink, his uh, his sinker and his, uh, his, his splitter, like just having – Having that pitch pitch mix is is perfect. It's it's perfect. Um, even to go along with his cutter, which he only throws about um, you know five percent of the time. But I think if you use that even a little more, that it's just right. It's about the right pitch mix for Taiwan Walker. And um, I liked what I think we all liked what he what we saw yesterday from Taiwan Walker. Uh, Matt Strom, my last takeaway, and this is going to kind of seep into my series takeaways uh, from yesterday or from the just the entire weekend. Matt Strom, second. This was his second, or this is his first uh, relief appearance since coming out of the rotation, um, and this was his. So this was his second game finished since th- his first one on March thirtieth. I, I believe was opening day, right? Was it was it opening day? March March thirtieth. Um, either way, like this was his first. Uh, this was his first relief appearance since then, and he was great. Two innings. Uh, no earned, uh, just a very good, um, relief appearance. And this is, I mean, my gosh, Matt Strom has truly been like, he was supposed to be the Swiss army knife for this team. And he has truly a hundred percent been the Swiss army knife for the Philadelphia Phillies. And I do just, you just love to see that. It's like wherever you put him in the rotation or, uh, you know, in the bullpen, he's just been good. He's just been very good. There's, there's no like word for it. Like my, I'm making the joke. Like I'm making the joke. Like you know, he's got the hair like, like old Degrom. Like maybe he's trying to channel his like inner Degrom. Who knows? Maybe he's, maybe he's, he's. Uh, I don't know. Has he always had this long hair? I have no idea. Maybe he has. Maybe he hasn't. Well, last year with the Red Sox, he had the long hair. I don't know. But just keep it. He can just you know kind of kind of channel that inner Jacob DeGrom. I have no idea, but I like it. That's what I see when I see him now. I see the long hair. I say, oh, it's Jacob DeGrom now. Jacob DeGrom from 2015. <laughs> so that, that, that's what I see with Matt Strom. Like, uh, maybe he's the old DeGrom. I don't know, but he's been pitching like it almost. So I'll take it. 
Uh, but and I I kind of want to you know, and this this is kind of a serious takeaway too is uh you know Bailey Falter was not good. He has not been great. Has not been great. Um. And I'm, I'm kind of intertwining this with Strom because people have been I've been seeing people on social media saying like, oh, well, Strom should stay in the rotation or um, like get Falter out of here, blah, 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 like uh, move Falter to the bullpen. I don't I don't know what people want to do with Falter, but look, especially with, and we'll, we'll I'll update you on Andrew Bellotti's injury, too, because I think it's important that he gets back in this bullpen. Be patient. I know it's a hard thing to do. Hard thing for me to do sometimes. I think it's a hard thing for all of us to do, especially as Philadelphia sports fans. It's a hard thing to do. Be patient with Bailey Falter, okay? Like, if you look at his splits from last year, up and down, up and down, okay? Like, I think right now, Strom coming out of the bullpen was the plan going into the season. I think right at this moment and for the month of May, let Strom continue to come out of the bullpen now and give Bailey, Bailey Falter a chance. If you just look for at his splits from last season, monthly splits, like he was super up and down. And I'm just going by, really just going by ERA, was what I look, was looking at before the show. Um, give Bailey a chance. Just just give him a chance. I understand he hasn't been great, um, but he's also the fifth starter. And Ranger will be coming back soon. So hopefully that helps. And Walker had a, be- had a better start uh, yesterday against Boston. Hopefully he can continue that. But, let Bailey falter, uh, give Bailey falter a chance. Now, if we're sitting here like by mid June and he just can continue to suck and be, you know, just not be a, even a potent, even a decent fifth starter, then we have a problem. But right now, I give Bailey a chance. Okay. He was not good the other night against Boston. Um, but give Bailey a chance mid season weekend or, you know, in about a month, month and a half we can revisit this okay second takeaway obviously i have to talk about bryce got his standing ovation that the phillies actually had to reach out to the commissioner's office about which is ridiculous it's common sense just like matt gelb said i think i believe uh on foul territory tv uh the other day like it's literally just common sense that he should have uh, didn't even have to ask for a standing ovation but bryce harper four for twelve in this series, one walk, one homer. Got his first homer of the series with that without the gloves. I love the no gloves thing. My God, it it just makes him seem more intimidating. I I freaking love it. Uh, Bryce Harper without the without the batting gloves. Um. So yeah, Bryce in this series was was just was good. He's been good so far since he's come back. I mean, everyone freaked out about his his uh, his first game where he went over four with three strikeouts. Like I would expect that Harper's gonna be gonna be swinging. He's gonna be swinging. So um. Uh, he's going to be hacking. So, uh, Bryce Harper, um, you know, I was looking at his sprite chart, too. I, I know it's literally only seven hits so far in the season. But he's already got four opposite field hits, you know, three three hits pulled. I, I love when he when he goes the opposite way. We all we all remember from the from the NLCS, him going him going to left center field. That was, that was what exactly what his first home run home run was. Was it on was it on Friday night? It was on Friday night, right? It was on the I'm looking right now. No, it was on Saturday night. It was on Saturday night, right? Okay, so it was on Saturday night, but um, Bryce, I uh, love to see it, and he's just been good so far since he's come back. He's just been very, he's been a, love to see it. Um, so Bryce, Bryce looks good. Uh, again, four for twelve, one walk, one homer in the series. Bryce Harper, love to see Bryce uh, continue, continue to hit. 
they need it. Um, let's get to news and notes. News and notes uh, for from the weekend, I guess. So Andrew Bellotti, uh, you know, kind of kind of teased that a little earlier. Um, going back from uh, he he reported to the club on April twenty first. They had some discomfort. Um, and that was one day after he struggled with command in a subpar outing against the Rockies. This is verbatim uh, from the Phil's website. So his expected return, I guess it's sometime later this month. Um, it says that he pitched a scoreless inning in his rehab appearance on May 5th, uh, which was a couple days ago, and he was scheduled to pitch again. Uh, was that yesterday? Oh, so he was scheduled to pick yesterday. I think, I believe Matt Gelb, I think I, th- I thought I saw him tweet something. Let me see. Uh, real quick, yeah, because he said Bilotti, uh I'm not sure how the outing went. Um, I'll come back to that in a second. Uh, but they they need Bilotti back. They they do need Bilotti back. Uh, just 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 for this bullpen because the bullpen's been shaky. Kimbrel's been been shaky. They they uh they just need some extra extra security for that bullpen. I think it's great that Strom's there too, but just depth depth depths is, is what this uh was what. Was was what I was excited about uh, going into this season uh, was depth uh, for the Phils, especially this bullpen. They they, they still need that. Um, so, but it, it said he's gonna he's gonna continue his rehab next, uh, and then that was with single like Clearwater, excuse me, um, his rehab appearance on May fifth, um, and his next rehab stint will be with Triple A Lehigh Valley. So hopefully by later this month, I guess it sounds like um, for Andrew Bellotti. And then Ranger Suarez, uh, expect they return next week. They need that. Like I said, I've said it before. They need Ranger Suarez back so badly just for this rotation. Um, it, again, it's great to see that Tywin Walker had a good start. It's it's great to see that. I'm I'm happy. But Bailey Falter didn't have a great. It has not been good. Um, you need Ranger Suarez back. You need him. Um, so it says. Uh, I think Gelb tweeted this out yesterday. Let me find it. Um, so he, this was eight. This was yesterday. Phils wanted Ranger Suarez to get four innings and 65 pitches today at AAA. Pitched five innings on 48 pitches. The plan is for him to make his season debut sometime next weekend at Coors, which is right after uh, the series against uh, the against the Blue Jays here, right? So yeah, that's gonna. Yeah, we we. Look, uh, I'm excited for Ranger to come back if if it's going to be at the end of next week. That's that's going to be exciting. Um, so, yeah, and Strom's already returned to the bullpen. Topper said that Strom will return to the bullpen once Rangers, you know, uh, you know, clear to join the rotation. But Strom's already there. They've kind of already set up for that. Um, so, so yeah. So here we go, baby. Ranger Suarez. Excited for him to come back, possibly here at the end of the week. So those are your news and notes. Andrew Bellotti um, expected to come back sometime uh, later this month, it looks like. Um, so also, I wanted to mention, so that that wraps up your news and notes. Uh, let's segue into around the league, just a little bit around the league. to read you guys a few headlines. Um, so Vita Blue, rest in peace to Vita Blue. Obviously never get, got a chance to watch him play, but just being a fan of baseball history, and, you know, looking at statistics and looking at guys that played uh, before uh, I got the chance of watching the base, watching baseball in the last, you know, 20 or so years. Um, Vita Blue was was a monster. He was a beast, not a Hall of Famer. He was a very, very, very good pitcher. Um, 
has a Cy Young and an MVP to his name. And that was really like the, the first year that uh, he kind of, you know, I guess that was his first full season in the bigs. It looks like that was, it was 39 starts at a one eight two ERA. Um, he won the Cy, he led the, led the league in FIP, WHIP, uh, hits per nine and strikeouts per nine. That was 1971. Won the Cy Young and MVP that year. Um, he, he's a six-time All-Star, a three-time World Series champ, uh, you know, in the heyday there with the Oakland Athletics when they were winning uh, titles there in the 70s. Um, so, um, yeah, Vita, Vita Blue, excuse me. Did I, did I say Vita? I don't know why I always thought it was Vita. Excuse me, Vita Blue. Um, uh, you know, uh, big name there from the seventies, rest in peace, uh, to, to Vida blue. And he was, I believe he was 73. Yeah. He was 73. Um, rest in peace to Vida blue. Um, and then moving on to the Rays. the Rays keep winning. It doesn't make any sense. I'm, I guess it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. I'm waiting for their offense to cool off 28 and seven now with their win against the Yankees yesterday. They came back from, I believe it was a five or six run deficit. Um, and just li- Garrett Cole has been nails this year. Garrett Cole has looked like Garrett Cole. Um, and they they were able to uh, come back and win in the 10th inning off uh, Isaiah Isaac Paradis. I think that's how you say his name. Paradis. Uh, yeah, Paradis. I got it right. Look at that. Still didn't give you guys Tristan Casas. Uh, is it Casas? Right? It was. Look, I'm looking at his pronunciation now. Casas. There you go. I said it wrong the whole time. That's great. Great for the show. It's Casas. Got it. But uh, Isaiah, Isaiah, per, Isaiah Paradis. Look at that. I'm just, uh, I just can't, I, don't, I forget how to say guys' names now. Um, Yeah, they, they get the walk off in the 10th. They win again. The Tampa Bay Rays doesn't make any sense. That American League East is just loaded uh, through the first five weeks of the season. So the Rays win again, 28 and 7 now. Uh, and last one, Paul Goldschmidt. Three home run game for the Cardinals, who have been absolutely terrible, have been an awful baseball team, which no one really expected. I don't think anyone really expected um, the Cardinals to be as bad as they have been, but they have been terrible. Um, and, yeah, Paul Goldschmidt with a three-homer game. We know how good he is. Won MVP last year. Just seems to continue to get better, even with his age. I think he's mid-30s. So, Paul Goldschmidt, three-homer game. Um, so, that's going to wrap it up for the round of the league. So, let's preview uh before i get you guys out of here phil's have off tonight or today whatever every team's playing tonight so i'll just say i have off tonight um they play the blue jays who again the american league east team here um blue jays coming off of uh i believe it was a three game sweep uh against the pirates i believe I believe it was against the pirates um and they are three and two in their last five games um, just looking at some of their general numbers, 10th in MLB and runs scored, 15th, uh, middle of the pack in starting pitching um, and ERA, and middle of the pack, the same thing for uh, their relief pitching. Their starting pitching was supposed to be a lot better. They have not been good. Chris Bassett has been terrible. Alec Manoa, who the Phillies will see tomorrow night with Aaron Nola on the mound um, for the Phillies, has also been terrible. He's been really bad. Um so that's going to be an interesting one. Nola coming off as if he start start against the Dodgers. Alec Manoa um, has not been good uh, on the mound for the Blue Jays, but hopefully the the Phils can continue to uh, you know have him continue pitching terribly. That that 
that's what they need because Manoa's not been good, but he was really good last year, even his his uh, first year in the bigs. And then on Wednesday, you get uh, Kevin Gosman and Zach Wheeler. Um, Gosman has been their best pitcher so far, but uh, Gosman hasn't been elite like he has been in the last couple of years. So, excuse me. And then you got Zach Wheeler coming off his shaky start against the Boston Red Sox. So hopefully Wheeler can bounce back. Uh, against Kevin Gosman on the other side for the Blue Jays. Um, it's only a two-game series. It's a two-game series. I, I kind of like to see three, though, with, with Toronto. Toronto's a fun team. They're from, you know, you know. I like Toronto. I mean, I'll, obviously, I love the Phils, but, you know, Toronto's a fun team. I would, lo- I would love to see a three-game series with them and the Phils. So, um, but that's going to do it for me today. Francisco Rojas, uh, Phils do get the win yesterday. Two-game series against Toronto. Hopefully, they can make it three straight with a couple of wins against Toronto. That's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. Uh, tune in tomorrow for the next ep- next episode of Phillies Today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.